0: everybody. Have you ever tried to do a deal in the oil and gas space and you didn't know where to go? I happen to be talking to the two experts because I'm pretty excited about Nape. Just as a little bit of a back note, I closed some nice, nice size deals at Nape with a handshake. You don't know who you're going to run into. And I think a couple thousand pads of uh, installation is a bad deal when um, you just kind of walk up you never know who you're gonna meet at nape with that sandstone and you have the crude truth and rt and you have david blackman and we also have some other really big special guests coming to our booth we have four booths at nape but i'd like to take a second and introduce our next two guests i have two fantastic guests we have leanne callahan And I can't believe you're here, Leanne. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I appreciate all your support and participation in NAEP over the years and excited to be
0: here. Well, I'll tell you what, this is exciting. And I'll tell you what, we have Drew Gunner. And I hope I said that right, because I am a little bit Oklahoma and Texan. So, Drew, thank you so much for being here.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. And uh, thank you for taking four booths at NAEP this year.
0: I'll tell you, it's exciting when, uh, you know, guys, I never realized that uh, when I graduated uh, with Moses uh, from college that I would be a podcast host and having a barrel of fun. So, Drew, let's start with you a little bit about Nate. What are some great things that you like about Nate? I've already confessed my uh, fun things about Nate, and that's where deals happen. You guys got that from me on that slope.
2: You know, know, I really like... um... I really like everything about NAPE, And it seems like after COVID, um, you know, we all have these work from home schedules. We're all doing these different jobs and we're doing them differently. So it's nice now uh, more than ever to give the industry time to get together as a whole. You know, if I had to rank my number one thing that I like about NAPE, is that I love the trade show you know, I love walking through and seeing, you know, you know, thousands of 10 by 10s and hundreds of companies and their booths and stuff and seeing the deals and seeing just a wide variety of companies, the products, the services, everything. And I love seeing the prospects. I love seeing the prospects get submitted to us every single year. And, you know, it's it's amazing how it's changed where, you know, now the offering is that we get Bitcoin prospects. We got a geothermal prospect the other day, you know, and then we see the traditional oil and gas prospects come in and now, you know, we're seeing minerals prospect listing service that we're offering new for this year. Um, so seeing those prospects come in is probably my number one thing. And then seeing the boosts that correspond with them on the trade show floor.
0: Boy, Drew, you just hit it out of the park because we've got a new sponsor. We've got two new sponsors and Michael Tanner and I on our uh, podcast are also doing deal evaluations. So, we are actually oh God, going to be nice. doing deal evaluations before. And then that way, when we get the word out about this, people are going to be able to come up to Michael Tanner, who is a freak. Uh, and we're going to be using some well database and combo curve to evaluate deals. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you That's, go.
2: We well, can when act- all those... I want you to submit all those deals to NAEP so we can show them to the industry so everybody has a fair chance of purchasing those properties.
0: Oh, see? Now look at that. You heard it here, secondly, oh. Ann. Leanne what are some of the great things that you you have as being around you have got to have seen some really cool things in this uh show
1: Oh absolutely so you know my favorite thing about Nate is are the connections I mean yep. you can see anyone on that show uh show floor and You're going to be introduced to decision makers. It's not your typical trade show. You're going to have CEOs, CFOs, decision makers, leaders and companies there at Nape. They participate in our our energy business conference and then they are there on the show floor looking around and, and it is just amazing who you'll run into. And as Drew said, another really cool thing is the variety of booths. And NAEP was, you know, the concept of NAEP came about to help all industry players from, you know, mom and pop stores to the yep. big super majors. I mean, you have it all at NAEP and sometimes the best deals are tucked away in that geologist booth back in the corner And um, so it's really just been amazing to see those connections made and those types of deals made that truly changes a company's trajectory and change people's lives. You know, it creates jobs, it stimulates the economy, it makes companies, you know, it it it, makes, I mean, it can make a company you know.
0: Absolutely.
1: So um, that's super exciting. And then what I've really loved seeing over the past 31 years is the evolution of Nape. You know, we started out in 1993 in a hotel ballroom yeah. at the Galleria serving sandwiches. I'm and- going to
0: interrupt for one second yeah. and I hope I don't get rude because I've, I've set the bar as extremely low that this is going to be either be your worst podcast ever <laughs> or your most entertaining. You haven't been going to the 31. Have you made all 31? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Holy smokes, Batman. For our podcast listeners, you have got to see the YouTube because that is not believable. Drew and I, yes, we could have made all uh, all 30, Yeah, but I'm sorry, Leanne. No, I'm it's not
2: possible for me because I would have been eight years old. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you for that. But yes, I um, started my career with APL, American Association of, at that time, Petroleum Landmen. Now it's Professional wow.
0: land.
1: as an intern, I was uh, attending Texas Christian University, T- TCU, go Frogs. And um, I accepted an internship with AAPL. And then after that, that internship ended. They hired me full-time when I graduated in uh, 1990. So we began NAEP in 1993. I was at the first NAEP. And um, and like I said, it's what's been so exciting is to see that evolution to grow from, you know, 80 booths and 800 people to, you know, more than 12,000 people pre-COVID. And even this year, we're. I think we'll hit close to ten thousand people this year.
0: Um, oh, I, I, I think the pin up demand. And I'm sorry, Leanne, for for cutting no, off. I, 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 the pin up demand because of COVID. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I think it's going to be huge. And uh, sir, uh, one of the reporters, I got a press pass one time, and I had such a blast visiting with the other press folks, writing stories. Um, that folks like Sergio from the Houston Chronicle, and uh, he's now with Bloomberg. It's been fun being able to get with them. Uh, one shout out to Sean Strawbridge, who used to be down at the Port of Corpus Christi. His folks set me up, and for years, because of Nape, I was able to have him on my podcast, and I just had him on again talking about World LNG Markets. NAEP is where deals happen, but also the global markets where Texas goes and where NAEP goes, the global markets happen. So,
2: but you know, a good way to put that in and kind of you, the global markets and kind of segueing into that is that um, also to a lot of people take advantage of the business conference, the energy business conference the day before NAEP. And um, where we address, you know, we start off and we kind of give the industry overview. Uh, McKinsey is giving the industry overview this year. But uh, last year we started also technical tracks. So for your more technical disciplines, your geologists, your geoscientists, your engineers, uh, we started producing a um, technical track because what we found out is number one profession that comes to NAEP is land and legal always. Uh, But the number two is can I interject? Absolutely.
0: Investors. I've run into a you can't swing. Never mind. I I had a joke, but I'm not going to. This is a family show, so I'll just leave that alone. But anyway, sorry, Drew. Investors flock there.
2: Investors is huge. I mean, they're number three, but you'd be surprised. On Number two is engineers right now. Uh, A ton of engineers are coming to NAEP. So we're starting to develop some technical tracks. Uh, We're looking at a some AI program. Uh, a lot of carbon capture, a lot of different material in the business conference. So traditionally, when it was just a business track, which we're still doing, you know, now we're also partnering it with a technical track. Uh, so our more technical brother than uh, in the industry can uh, feel more welcome and get more out of Nape as well.
1: Well, and that's sort of part of that evolution that I was talking about, how we just started out with an expo-only Mm -hmm. oil and gas. Now we've expanded. We added capital markets back in the day. Then we added the international sector. Now we've added the renewable energy hub. Then we added the Bitcoin mining hub. I'm
0: excited about that. I'm just going, keep going. I'm just going, yay.
1: (laughs) We're adding the minerals and non-op hub. We expanded our energy business conference to, as Drew said, to include two tracks. We have a uh, energy case competition for universities, which is phenomenal. If anybody gets a chance, it's on Wednesday. It's open to the public to see these um, university um, students do a presentation. And then they are awarded $40,000 in prize money by the APL Education Foundation. And it goes to the students. So <laughs> Did, the you is in incredible.
2: Not you? We just need student IDs. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, so, oh, man, Drew and I are out then. So, you know. Yeah. So
1: no, Nape is, Nape is not just an expo anymore. It's truly, it's a year-round resource with our magazine. It's, uh, again, just, it's the platform to make connections for, you know, for your business. Yep.
0: You know, what's fun is every year you guys have to get a straight jacket for me because I have so much fun running around there and it's the dinners. It's the after parties. It is that is not only critical, but I mean, it is fun. I've been able to meet with a lot of CEOs and guys. I want to give you guys a shout out. Your staff running this thing and doing it has been always phenomenal. And I've been there as an exhibitor. I've been there as a press person. I've been there, you know, in several different uh, modes through the years and I've always walked up to somebody and I've gotten stuff that's not normal in all trade shows. I just want to give you guys a shout out for that. Oh,
2: man, we deeply appreciate that. You know, uh, nape staff, which we are also nape staff, me and Leanne, uh, you know, uh, they, they do a great job and they really do look at it as an industry service. And, you know, I think our staff take a lot of joy in the work, too, because it's really creating something that's special uh, for the industry. And it's also something that's very purposeful. You know, you go to some yep. industry shows and you're like, OK, well, I'm going to get some education. I'm going to look at some vendor booths, I'm going to do this. Uh, but with NAEP is that people look at it as a business process. It's hey, we have to come and we have to walk away with a prospect or have a good idea of what our year is going to look like. Um, And companies that are bringing a prospect to market, they're like, hey, we're going to launch our prospect at NAEP. And this is the start of a bidding round for this property that could be our next 10, 20, maybe even 50 years. So, I mean, it's just Uh, a lot of long-term thinkers And uh, we think about that and we talk about it constantly within our staff of, you know, how important it is to solicit and get these prospects all in one place so they have a launching pad uh, every single year.
0: You know, the ROI on the booth expenditures and everything else, Leanne, I bet you have seen that when you pay for a booth, you know, I used to just hit my head against paying for a marketing booth. And you have to wonder, as you sit there at a show, there are trade shows that I've lost a lot of money. Paying for booths at Nape—that is not true. I'm telling you right now. If you buy a booth or you pay to come into Nape, Leanne, I bet you've seen some huge uh, ROI on any expenses that people do.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, first of all, you know our booth costs in comparison are are very low, and actually our registration fees, considering our biggest—you know—we do we are we have servants' hearts. We serve the industry. We provide a lot of food and beverage. That's the biggest thing on our budget yes. <laughs> where a lot of uh, trade shows do not. But, you know, but the key is we want to we want our show to be valuable to our clients. And at the same time, we want to also remind our clients that NATE is brought to you by industry for industry. Um, right. You know, NATE partners, including a- APL is the managing partner. IPAA, SCG, and AEPG are all not-for-profit organizations. So, right. every bit of profit each year from Nate goes back to these organizations for mm. education, advocacy, you know, technical information, you know, materials, information services, wow. uh, student initiatives. Everything. And so it's really about giving back. I mean, every year after Nate, we take every bit of profit from Nate and we write distribution checks back to these not for profit organizations. And Drew and no. I start at zero, back at zero every year. So yeah. that's how much we value our, our clients who do support Nate because you're not just right to Nate to help your business thrive, you are helping the industry as a whole. Thrive Because oh, I, you're giving back is, to all these organizations for their members, landmen, geologists, yeah. you know, everything that IPAA does in Washington, you right. know, without NAEP. I mean, NAEP is a big part of contributing to these uh, organizations, being able to do what they do to support the industry as a whole. So it's, it's really important. It's important for us to make our clients happy because we have to have you guys come back every year so we can keep doing what we're doing and the industry can keep thriving.
0: That is so cool. Uh, I'll tell you what's kind of weird is at, Sandstone, this is probably of all the years, this is probably feeding back into uh, what is feeding Sandstone, my company. And that is uh, the podcast is reaching out to so many. And this is an offer for any other CEO or someone wanting to get their name out. We're going to make sure that if you want to talk about what you're going to do at Nape what your company is and why you're going to be there. I want to talk to you before NAEP. And I want you're going out on our podcast, uh, Leanne and Drew, I was talking about how far our reach is. I'm surprised at how far our reach is. Uh, It's because of my staff and their number one mission in life that we talked about before the the show and, and what they have to do to like survive. And that is we have so much fun. But it's the reach, Leanne and Drew, that we're so happy with that we want to help them. Your servant's heart is really, really cool. Drew, I don't know how you do it.
2: Uh, You know what? I have a good example with Leanne. Uh, You know, we have a... a We have a great culture, and I think it derives from the industry. Uh, Energy industry is very hospital. I mean, it's the hospitality and everything that you get from the industry and the people um, are so great. I mean, everybody is, you know, everybody's intelligent, but they're also kind. Uh, That's one thing I noticed when I started in the industry, you know, 10 years ago. And, um, you know, it really makes it easy to do these things and, you know, provide this industry service because, you know, that you're doing it for people that would probably do it for you, too.
0: Isn't that great? Leanne, I, I don't know why it is, but I think Drew is dead on right. And, and I think that the the industry is misunderstood. And if there's anything about the oil and gas space, uh, I was talking about this with some uh, other folks, other CEOs that the Oil and gas EMP operators have stopped their flaring uh, dramatically on their own without having, you know, the oil and gas producers offshore. Leanne, great job getting all your offshore folks and everything else there, your international folks. It is phenomenal. So, Anyway, uh, anyway, sorry about that. But you guys do an absolutely phenomenal job bringing everybody all the way around.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, uh, here's an example. If you can find a place in the world for one day that brings together, let's say, Oxy, BPX, Chevron, Bureau of Indian Affairs, the Minerals Department from Peru, uh, the Territories of Canada, Inveris Software, TGS. And then a handful of prospects from all over the world. I would really like to see it. And I think it really speaks to how unique NAEP is and really the scope of who will be there.
0: You know, one of the things, Leanne, is that I'm energy agnostic from a standpoint. I'm a humanitarian. We need to use the lowest kilowatt per hour delivered to all of humanity in order to elevate everyone from poverty. And it has to be sustainable energy and people define sustainable as different, but it's got to be monetarily sustainable without subsidies. So with that, I've been speaking to a lot of African folks and uh, even interviewed the uh, African. uh, He's the secretary general for the African Petroleum uh, Producers Organization, the African OPEC, if you would. And there, a lot of folks are going to be there from other countries and other key areas.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we look at it as an energy expansion, so similar to your energy agnostic, being energy agnostic. <laughs> uh, we don't see it as an energy transition; we see it as an energy expansion, and we just are uh, that's great. our marketplace. Yep. To include, we will never. We always will love our roots, which is oil and gas, but we are expanding our marketplace to include other energy sources and um, and yep. make, you know, given a platform for companies to to do deals across those uh, sectors as well. Yep. And,
2: and then, Stu, it's, uh, you know, how you bring up, you know, um, you know, Africa. I mean, we've always had great presence from um from Africa, from uh, different countries uh, that bring in leasing rounds. So they definitely understand NAEP and its purpose. And it's also too, it comes down where NAEP is at, Houston. Houston is such an international city that it just makes it easy to hold NAEP there just because there's so many, you know, consulates and trade organizations from different countries that have a headquarters in in Houston. Uh, So it's always nice that you know, that have NAEP in Houston because you have the energy and it's such an international city uh, for trade commissioners. Uh, So we love that they utilize NAEP and they understand NAEP as a resource uh, for their countries.
0: You nailed it, Drew, with this thing. And that is not only is Houston very, very good for oil and gas, but it's a great financial sector. The financial sector for Houston is phenomenal. And I this is kind of an offhand discussion point, but I think as people are leaving uh, New York and California, Houston is getting a lot of financial uh, offices and things. Uh, I have talked to a lot of investment houses that are moving there, and uh, I think it's. Pretty funny. Well, you know, even
2: during COVID, I noticed coming into Nap to visit like big skyscrapers being built. And I'd be like, you know what? You know, I talked to the city representatives and stuff uh, that are kind of our liaisons. You know, say, hey, what's this? And they're like, well, that's an office building. That's an office building. And I was like, you know, no one's going into the office anymore. And they're like, yeah, but people are moving their headquarters here or moving regional offices yeah. to texas so he's like you know they need you know he goes one floor is amazon one floor is you know is jp morgan uh you know one one floor is blackstone he's like you know it's they all have to move their office here and start getting you know their headquarters base here they need they need yeah. a mailing address and everybody's moving to texas
1: and speaking of the city of houston that we work very closely with the city of houston for nape every year because nape as I talked about being important to the industry, NAEP is super important to the city of Houston. Um, oh. Each year, our economic impact on the city of Houston for that week of NAEP is over twenty-one million dollars every year.
0: Holy and smokes!
1: It really—you don't think about it, but we every year we have a, a pre-con meeting with with all of our Houston vendors, everybody at the George R. Brown that's helping us put NAEP on and. It was really touching after COVID when we came back and we said, we're doing it. And, you know, it was a little bit of a risk, you know, putting on a big show when people were still a little bit afraid of getting out in the public. But the, the employees of the GRB and all of those vendors were so appreciative of of us for hosting our event there, I mean, it provided jobs for all of those people. And it was really, t- it really touched me when they gave us a toast to coming back to Houston and, you know, wow. it just made me realize, you know, it, it goes beyond our industry. And and again, so your participation at NAEP, you know, is 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 helping, you know, is helping the city of Houston thrive as well. Texas. Texas it's kind of
0: something you don't think about until it's I, right in front of you. I mean, Texas when I was with Sean Strawbridge, Texas is uh the port of port Corpus Christi that his great team in Texas did is now the number 3 energy port in in the world. Texas had do you know how much money Texas had? Oh, we had a surplus, Leanne and Andrew. I bet we had a surplus as Texas because of oil and gas. Yes. So, I mean, uh, as Texas goes, the And just real quick, Texas has half the cost of energy than California or New York. So what does Texas have? We're going to be the biggest solar. We're going to be the biggest wind. We have natural gas. We have total energies out of Europe investing in our natural gas new plants. Oh, why does everybody want to be at Texas? I think, Leanne, it's because they called up and said, we want to be where NAPE is.
2: Yeah. You know, Stu, I think one of the resources you do miss that Texas does have, uh, it has Texans too. And Texans, are, they're pretty good at figuring things out. They're resourceful, they're hardworking, and they're very, very nice people to deal with, too.
0: That is, and isn't that great? Speaking of Texas,
1: yeah. one of the big things that we're having this year, we're super excited, is we are having um, a governor's forum featuring our Texas governor, Abbott, oh, great. and Oklahoma governor, Kevin Stitt. So they will be... Um, on stage um, for our charity celebration, so we moved our charities luncheon um, to Wednesday afternoon, and it's the Governor's Forum. We'll be presenting checks, which is another thing that the industry we drew hit on about how great people in the energy business are. I mean, we have Nate and NAPE's clients basically. The energy industry has given more than six million dollars to military charities.
0: Oh, cool! Uh,
1: through NA, um, since I believe it began in two thousand five, and this year is no different. We have three deserving um, veteran charities. We have American Military Family. America's Mighty Warriors and um, TADSAW, which is train a dog, save a warrior. Those three charities will be recognized with donation checks, um, anywhere from fifty to a hundred thousand dollars, or maybe more. Um, we're right now raising money for that, and so um, we're we're really proud of that fact that not only do we serve the industry, but we, we serve a really a wonderful variety of charities that are yep. focused on um, our American heroes. And so cool? the governors will be speaking and we'll be honoring those charities. And then we move on into a charity celebration reception, um, Wednesday, um, early evening, cause we want to do our reception. So then everybody nice. can go to all the other parties as well. And, um, but our reception is going to be featuring um, country singers they're very popular Wade Bowen and nice. Randy
0: so I'll tell you what I'd, what I'd love to do and I'm sorry about my uh, is set up a thing and visit with you and interview the governor you guys and interview folks from a live podcast from there if we can arrange that wouldn't that be just a hoot? I think that would be All cool. Man.
2: We'll do our best. We do have to get through two layers of governor's security. Uh, so it's not an easy thing, but hey, we'll definitely can do our best to get yeah. you in the room. If, uh, if it
0: will help get the word out about your charities, uh, that's where the reach happens. So, you know, uh, where deals happen is your tagline. We're Nape. Say uh energy news beat where reach happens. So, you know.
2: And one thing (laughs) to know about the governor's pass is that uh you're eligible to come and see the governors on Wednesday, February 7th. Okay, uh, and and all registrations for NAPE get you into that. So the NAPE expo only, it gets you into that. As you traditionally maybe do the icebreaker, this will be before the icebreaker. So come in, pick up your badge early, and then come see the governors. Nice. Uh, just need to show up around 3 p.m. Uh, to beat the rush and get a
0: seat. I don't know that Leanne, either governor wants to get in front of a microphone. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, and also um, during that time is our job fair, which um, oh. that we host on Wednesday. So Wednesday has become a, become a really valuable day. You know, when you're planning your travel, come in yeah. on Wednesday. We have the, like I said, the Energy Case Study Competition. We have the energy business conference that has the two tracks, as Drew mentioned. We have yep. the job fair, we have the icebreaker, we have the governor's forum, and, and the charities reception. So, do you
0: all sleep be there on
1: Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. You,
0: do you guys sleep that week? I don't know. Uh, I don't Very know what well. you're going to <laughs> Uh, so the week after you, Nate, the, all the employees shut down, you curl up and you're like a bear. You go hibernate for a month. Right. And no, then you dude, we, over.
2: we go to back to work on Monday morning. <laughs> remember, it
1: is, remember, you know, remember I told you we go back to zero. So then we start with yeah. renewals. Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, Nate, Nape reset. Really, we're resetting Nape that, really, that Thursday, February 8th this year. That's when wow. we open up uh, exhibitor sales and sponsorship renewals for it'll be for 2025. Uh, so, right now, is that we're not only working on Nape 2024, but we're also, we've started working on Nape 2025 about two months ago.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, uh,
2: we're definitely, we're living in the future.
0: I'll tell you what, we got about five more. More minutes. Leanne, why don't we kick off your last word here and then we'll go to Drew. But I I would like to say thank you so much for everything that you guys have done as a servant's heart and what you guys are uh, mean to Texas as far as where, I hate to keep saying it, where deals happen, but where friends make friends uh and uh it makes it a huge difference so thank you both of you and all the staff at nape but leanne what are your last thoughts
1: my last thoughts are just thank you for letting us be here on the show and we hope to see all your listeners at nape like i said come wednesday come to the governor's forum and then come to the to the expo the next day and you won't be disappointed and um we just hope to see everyone there and uh, to see your smiling faces.
0: And Drew, how about you? Uh,
2: you know what? I can't say any better than that. So uh, I'll just do some house cleaning items. Um, uh, You know, what do you have to do? You have to register for NAEP. So right. napexpo.com uh, is where you can register. Um, you can get your housing, all of those things. And I would suggest if you've never taken a booth before, um, reach out to Stu and talk to Stu about how you take a booth and what the benefits are. And also yep. tell them you know, how cheap it is. If you have a prospect, the booth is really at cost. And you can also register yep. for a booth at NAPAExpo.com. And you can also contact us and ask us any questions. If you're a first-time exhibitor and you've always wanted to try it, it's yep. easy. And we can help you through it.
0: And I'll I'll tell people about the ROI at Nape, and it uh, it's just it's not one thing. It's eighteen hundred pads. It's two thousand pads. It's it's a lot of oil and gas. It's a lot of deals. But thank you all very much. And just as a little bit of housekeeping, if you are a C- CEO and you want to talk about your company before Nape, I want to talk to you at Nape. I have Ray Trevino with The Crude Truth. I have David Blackman, uh, and we are in uh, four booths together, and we'll be doing live podcasts with speakers, so we're going to be obnoxiously funny and come see people being interviewed at NAEP, uh, and we are going to have a lot of fun. We're also going to want to do a lot of uh, social media blasts out. We want to get the word out for NAEP and everybody else, uh, and it doesn't matter wind solar uh offshore onshore international uh it's a worldwide impacting show so with that stu turley thanks you all very much for stopping by